Hey, welcome back to your so random Tosh podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Happy Saturday, everyone. So I hope all is well. I hope you're doing well. Yes, it's been a little while. And like I tell y'all, sometimes if I have stuff to talk about, I'll get on here and record. Um, but today, you know, it's a little bit light, a little bit breezy, a little bit easy, you know, but I don't know. I mean, I have a couple of things to talk about. And one of those things that y'all know, I like to do a rewind of what I have been watching on TV. So what I've been watching on TV, besides the known drama of Atlanta Housewives, um, I'm watching Ready for Love, Houston. Okay, it comes on 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 Fridays. So I just finished watching um, what happened in this episode. And let me tell y'all this. I'm like, is this a competition? <laughs> is this a competition? Or are we really ready for love, y'all? I don't know. I don't. I have so many different thoughts and opinions on this because I feel like what? You know, like, okay. So it was in the women's court this time. The ball was in the women's court. So basically they have to send home just one man this time, but usually two are on the chopping block at the end of the the show, you know, towards the end. So what Tommy did, he loves throwing monkey wrenches and everything. He told the ladies they have to pick somebody that they didn't get a chance to talk to or somebody that they wouldn't necessarily be interested in because what he thinks is the women are choosing choosing people that they're usually attracted to, that they're usually kind of drawn to. So they, he wanted them to go out on a limb and pick people that, you know, they may not have that connection with yet. And I think that's pretty cool. So a couple of ladies went on dates with a few men. So, we're going to talk about AJ, okay? Let's talk about AJ. Amber, beautiful, cute attorney that um, Chris and Amber, I like them together. But she had to choose somebody that she haven't connected with quite, you know, yet. You know? Not quite, okay? So, Amber and AJ goes on a date. Okay, um, mm, here's the thing. Okay, so the reason a, uh, Amber was like, I wasn't too sure about AJ because he comes off a little bit um, conceited, you know, like so confident that it's like everything would be drawn to him. Like he doesn't have to work to get the women that he might be interested in or interested in him. Like there, he's just going to get it. And that kind of is a turn off. And, um, and like she was trying to explain to him, like, cause he kept saying, why, what I have to do to get to, you know, get to let you know that I'm interested. I like you. She was like, you have to put in a little more effort because, It can't just be one-sided, you know? And I do take it that he he seems a little drawn back at times. I don't know if he's in his head or is it that playboy image that they're putting on him? Like, is it that he feels like 
because of his looks, he doesn't really have to put in that much effort. So he opened up and he let her know that he will start trying to put in more effort. And she, you know, she was like, okay, we'll see. And if you do, I definitely going to reciprocate that back. She is still up in the air with her, I believe, with AJ. Because she really is feeling Chris. But also, you remember when I was telling y'all, Joelle, you remember at the masquerade party? I saw them kind of mingling together. And I kept saying, like, mm, something's about to go on over there. Something's about to go on. So he's a little older than her. And they went on a date. But their chemistry is good. Like, they physically are attracted to one another. But the chemistry was pretty cool. Like, you know, um, she seems to dig him. And she gave him a kiss on the cheek. And he gave her a kiss on her cheek. And she felt bad because, like I said, her number one, the one that she's really feeling, is Chris. And I don't think she has got that far with Chris when it comes to kissing Um, but yeah, it it was very interesting. It was very interesting. And everybody know I like Joel. I like, I just like his personality. Uh, I think, you know, he's just, he seemed like a cool guy, you know, and I, I could see a lot of women on there being taken, you know, like drawn to him, you know? So that was really interesting. So I can't wait for next week's episode to see what's going to happen with Amber and Chris and Joelle. Because I I really don't think AJ and her are going to really go on any more dates after this. Um, But then you have AJ again, who is connecting with, what's her name? Is her name Kyra? Let's look. I'm sorry. She's an attorney, too. I think her name is Kyra. Yeah. <sighs> Let me see. I'm sorry, y'all. I think her name is Kyra. She's an attorney, too. Beautiful lady. AJ, I actually kind of like her and AJ together. They have history. They do have history because, you remember, she went on two dates with him, and she said the second date was horrible. He kind of, like, was very weird, and he basically explained what happened. So they're trying to have a connection, but... Here's the thing. He he um he took it to a really nice dinner, you know. Basically, it was like kind of like a private room. She really liked that. He really put an effort with this dinner. So they're sitting there and they're talking and for her, she feels like it's something not connecting like when they're talking like he still has this like he's listening, but it's like um this guard or like, do you even acknowledge the feelings or it's just weird. Okay. And basically she said, that's where I guess the disconnect is coming. And I'm glad she mentioned that to him. That way he was able to open up and say, well, I come from a family. We kind of are independent and 
usually when it comes to trying to figure something out, we don't we don't usually go to each other for the help. We basically have to figure it out on our own. And that was key right there to let her know like, oh, so this is why you may tend to perceive him in this light because of how his upbringing was or what he his environment was. So now she understands like, oh, that's why. It's not that he doesn't like you or want to be into you. It's just how his way of thinking is. And that's something you're either willing to work with, with him, but it's better to acknowledge that, okay, maybe this is the reason why he does certain things. And that's my whole point. A lot of times when we're out here dating people that we feel like we're really trying to build some, like get a connection with, because you don't want to force nothing. But if you're really feeling somebody, okay, and you're like, things are going pretty good, but it seems like other things are just not clicking. And this person is not acknowledging it. And they're just like, well, I don't know, that's just me. But why is that just you? You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like, if we're a little more open on the reason why we may tend to come off a certain way, I think it'll be a better connection in some ways, you know, like, uh, we could have a better, not saying we will fully understand why, because we'll never understand people in their own shoes. Like, you know, like I said, we're individuals. We don't own, we're not property. You know, we, Uh, We just are two individuals who happen to like each other and want to get to know each other better. So we have to remember that I was raised different. You were raised, even if we were raised similar, we still are two individuals have our own way of thinking. And there's a reason behind everything. Okay. So that gave her a little better understanding because From what it was looking like, AJ was about to go home. AJ was on the chopping block, and it just it wasn't looking good for AJ. Okay, so now we move on to um, another couple. Oh well, not couple, but another date, and I want to talk about um, these two. Let me tell you. I'm going to talk about these two. All right, let me talk about Varnisha and Diedrich real quick. I'm going to talk about her real quick. Okay, so I like Varnisha. And um, Diedrich is, so like I said it before, like when he sent Tressa home, yeah, mm -hmm, it was him because she went on a date with him. He tried to put it all on her, but technically, Diedrich, the chef, I knew it was something going on with you, okay? You are not open enough to uh, date these women on this show, you know, or maybe just in general. I think, you know, like you said, they had to get to the end for you to say, Oh, you know, this is like a really different experience for me. This this experience makes me um, somewhat shy. 
And, you know, Varnisha is looking for a man, like a lot of women, you know, more of a leader, someone who has more confidence to show like, and what she meant by that, because, you know, it is different, different definitions of what you look for in a man. Like he was like, yeah, some women want a man just to pay all the bills, clean and cook. She wasn't stating that she, you know, basically she feels like, well, I'm when I work, I could take care what I need to, but it is nice to have a man that can step in and say, let me take some things off your hand. You know what I mean? And a lot of people, I mean, I don't blame her, you know, in that, in that aspect. She needed to see a, a little more effort on your part and more confidence that you want this, you want to try to have a connection. You wasn't giving that, Diedrich. And I feel like you was holding yourself because you, I think it's a trust thing too with you. Like, you're just more so... Like I think you needed a you needed to be on the show probably for a year. <laughs> I mean to to really start opening it up because some people are a little more slow in the process of opening up of what they are looking for because they're such observers that they're not giving, you know. And basically, when you said, you know, you you. you <laughs> You you making me shy. I'm I'm getting a little afraid. Like you you are basically saying that you can't take on her personality, and that's fine. Cause everybody has you know have their own personality and what they're willing to say. Okay, I could I could I could understand. I could take that. You know, and that's that's okay. But it's just like. You know, like you said, you want to sit back for a little bit and figure out, work on you to see, like, okay. Because I feel like you were more, like, so observant. You couldn't open up. And, um, yeah, that was revealed. And I already saw that last week, the week before. I mean, I was like, he takes her to a fucking spice store. Okay, but eating my food. You got, I got, I'm going to walk you to the car. And I said, damn. You're going home, Diedrich. <laughs> and Renisha, I like her because she, you know, she's a beautiful person. She said that, she was like, I have nothing bad to say about him. It's just the connect, it's like something's there. Like, he's not opening. He does, he's not showing the confidence that she needs to see, you know? See, Joel is different. Joel is his own type of, so he's more open, you know? And that's, and that's it. And that's okay, because, Diedrich, you might be closed like that, but it's somebody probably that would be better for you that understands that about you. You understand? So... Yeah, and then I wanted to talk about, oh, we about to get down to it, because <laughs> a little spicy. little spicy. Alexis, I like her. Alexis, um, 
and Ron and Chris, Christinium. Oh, look, you know I'm bur- I butcher your name so much. I'm just going to say Chris. Okay, girl, I, I'm just going to say Chris. Okay, these three. <laughs> oh, you know, before I go into that, because I want that to be my last ones to talk about. I'm talking about Jason. Jason and um, Liz. I don't see it. <laughs> I don't see it. Sorry, Jason. Don't see it. Because to me, like, even though she she accepted you kissing her, I still feel like it was a little uncomfortable for her. Like, it's still, it's like she thought it was nice. It was cute. It was very unexpected. But he's so, so little boyish, you know, to me. Like, he's so, like, um, don't take offense, Jason. But I just look at you in that way because it's just, like, you're in awe about her beauty, which is fine. But you just can't control yourself because to me, her first question was, how do you feel about celibacy and all like that? And he was like, oh, I mean, you know, you gave a respectable answer. But in all honesty, I don't think you would be able to because you're so attracted to her that this that date, you couldn't even help yourself, you know? And, I mean, look, just because you celibate doesn't mean you can't kiss, doesn't mean you can't be affectionate. I'm not saying that. But the eagerness in it just told me, like, Liz, no, 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 no. And I could be wrong, but this is just what I am observing. You know, I feel like... um, Jason needs to be with someone kind of similar, not just like him, but uh, not celibate. And also, um, because I'm just looking at the the way it's being presented. I could be totally wrong, because you know it's a lot of editing, but I just don't see Liz and Jason being a match. Now, they probably be good friends. She probably have a good time with him, you know, but taken serious as if she wants to be married settle down not jason more so david now david to me got some things he needs to work on too so i don't know liz david to me i feel like y'all have a lot in common when it comes to moral uh things how y'all grew up but i feel like he still has some insecurities that he needs to work on um, I think, I'm not sure if he says he'd been cheated on before. I don't know, but something about David, too, I feel like he will become a little, um, his his insecurities might somewhat be a little triggering. So you need to watch it with David, too. But I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But I do feel like David's a little bit better fit than Jason. Jason's nice and he's fun, but I think, his hormones <laughs> won't be able to take not intimacy from you, like sexual intimacy from you, Liz. I, he say his mouth is saying, but his body is saying something else, girl. It's saying something else. And I'm sorry, but this is what I'm seeing. You know, this is what I'm seeing. Like, you know, Jason, he's 36. 
Liz is 40. That ain't got nothing to do with it. Uh, but I'm just saying the place where he's at now and he will try. I wouldn't say he would not try to not, but he couldn't help himself on that date. And I know you, Liz, you're such a, you're a nice person. And I know you were a little uncomfortable with that kiss. I know you was, even though you thought it was nice, but you thought it was still uncomfortable and he just kept doing it. He just kept doing it. Like, you know, see the difference. Joel and Amber, he didn't kiss her on the lip. He said, I want to just peck you on the cheek. Why could, you know, I, I would have took that. You know what I'm saying? But hey, Liz, if you like it, I love it. Whatever. But I'm just saying, watch your steps carefully. Uh, Jason, I feel like, um, like I told y'all last time, I said, to me, Jason's like the guy who sees who all the guys are mesmerized by one lady. And he's like, wow, everybody likes her. And then that's what he goes after, you know, and he, he tries to get in, you know. And so it's just like it's still that little high school mentality for me a little bit. I'm sorry, Jason, but that's how I'm feeling. Not saying that you won't be able to get a woman that you're serious about, but I feel like at the level, like where you're at, I, I just think it's too different. Like, I think you want more, you need a more physical um, connection, you know, even though you'll try, but I don't, I don't think you could handle that. I just don't think you can. That's just me. That's what I'm saying. Now, moving on. Mm, 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 mm. Getting to my little firecracker. No, she's not a firecracker. She's just cute. I like her. Alexis. Okay, Alexis, Ron, and Chris. Here's where it's getting really interesting for me. Because I feel like it's like, is this a fucking competition? I mean, I guess in one way. You can look at it, but then I'm like, hmm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. And I want to get back to Chris, too. I do want to get back to Chris, but Chris did go out on a date with um, Chris. Two Chris's went out on a date because I'm not saying her name. I'm butchering her name. I'm butchering her name. So Chris did go out on a date with the, the lady Chris, okay? So she... And him, she likes him, but she still see him as a friend, you know? He likes her, but he's not really feeling her to that point as he's feeling Amber. And Chris, let's just throw out the cards and say, look, Amber's the one. You have not learned anything from the last, but I feel a little more comfortable with you and Amber in some ways because I feel like Amber comes off a little more genuine than the last lady that you were so intrigued with last time. But I still feel like, Chris, you still need to open yourself up a little bit more because for Amber, although she's into you, um, it could be a slight chance that she might go a lot to go towards Joel a little bit more. So, um, yeah, Chris, um, I need you to find another person also too to be peep your interest not saying give up or ever because i like y'all two together 
But I just, well, look, you're a grown fucking man. You know what you're doing. I I ain't saying no more to these people. But listen, I think Amber at the end is going to choose Chris, just like Chris is going to choose Amber. I think those two probably will wind up dating or being to, you know, getting in at the end. I think so. Chris, they, your name did come up in the meeting with the ladies on who's going to go home. Um, it's because the, you're not having connections with them. They all see you as a friend because your focus is really on Amber. Let's just say it. And Amber focus is on Chris. Although Joel is sliding in there a little bit, but you know, I feel like you'll probably handle this a little bit better than before. Uh, I don't feel like it would be disgenuous, uh, genuine with, um, Amber, if she was to choose somebody else, because I, I do know she does really do like you. I feel that. Okay. I do feel that. All right. So, um, getting back to Alexis, Chris. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Chris and Ron, these three right here, I tell you, oh my goodness. It's like, It's something, you know, because ever since Alexis found out she's number one, (laughs) she is so funny. She's so funny. But I don't know. I just feel like it's going to be a real, it's going to be real catty. Not to the point where it'd be like, um, it'll be like, annoying like it's just gonna be like a little you know I don't know these three I think Ronald does have a good connection with Alexis because they seem like they're on the same I think Chris can't get it out of her head that Ronald said that Alexis is basically on the top of his list and then she's after that's was that's right there is affecting the the getting to know each other. Every time Chris is with Ronald, it seems like or Ronald, I don't know what you're going to say, but it seems like she can't get that out of her head. And from the next episode, I see and then to place it back in her head, Alexis said, "Don't forget, I'm your number one." <laughs> It's like, oh shit, this is really, really funny. You know, like this is this is getting to it, you know. So Chris, let me just say this. You can't worry about what someone has said. All you can do is just continue being you. If you like him, show your interest. At the end of the day, if he picks somebody else, you gave what you gave. You understand? It is what it is. Um, but yeah, that's going to be pretty interesting. Now, the two that were on the chopping block at the end was AJ. Ukaira was just like, everybody want to take AJ off. Uh, you know, they want to send him home. Why they want to send AJ home? I don't understand that. You know, she, she was, she was feeling some type of way, you know, cause she's really feeling um, AJ, but then Diedrich, I knew they were sending Diedrich home. Um, so Diedrich went home. AJ was about to go home. Alexis 
was the one who had to talk to AJ about how the ladies are feeling. And it's crazy because AJ, now this is making me feel like you're losing a little bit of the genuine, you know, the genuineness. The, the you know, you're losing a little bit of it because before you remember when you and Alexis went to do was it pottery or something y'all were doing and you felt that Alexis was being a little too sexual for you but then when you knew it was almost time when she was trying to tell you how the ladies are feeling that's when you want her to get all close to you and you're trying to like seduce her a little bit so you know, you don't get sent home, so she can't really tell you what she needs to tell you. Now, that shit right there was a little manipulating. That was a little manipulating because now you you know the lady feels you, you know, in all those different angles. And then I didn't like that shit, but I'm glad Alexis held her will and told, her, told you what you needed to hear, okay? Because, ha... <sighs> Chris, um, not Chris, um, AJ, you are something else. You are something else. And see, and that, that brings it to the Amber's point, you know, like, um, how you are, it does give off, like, because you feel you look a certain way, a lot of women are digging you on the show. You don't have to really use too much effort. You can just slide on in and touch them the right way. And that's it. You know, but Alexis held her own. So I'm proud of you, Alexis. I'm proud of you for letting him know how the women are feeling. Now, AJ, you're safe for now. You know, uh, Dietrich, unfortunately, you got sent home. I knew that was going to happen. So, I mean, that's the wrap up. That's my take from it. I mean, I'm not sure. I could be completely wrong about everything I just said, but this is how I perceived it. This is how the editing skills went. (laughs) Let me stop. But this is exactly how I see everything. You know, I I feel like Amber's going to be with Chris. Joelle probably be with Renisha. And then everything else is up in the air for me. I don't know. We shall see. I do think David and Liz might end up. But, David, if you bring them insecurity factors, (laughs) I don't know. Liz might go with Jason, you know, even though. Okay, never mind. All right. Wish y'all all the best. Wish y'all all the best. Okay. All right. So that's my wrap up on Ready to love. I mean, I really love this show. I mean, if y'all haven't watched it, I don't know what you're doing because this is a great show. I mean, I watched this. I never watched The Bachelor. Never been intrigued to watch it. Didn't care that they have, what, the first black man on there. I really didn't care about none of that. Um, Don't watch it. Don't watch The Bachelor. But I do watch Ready to Love. For some reason, that intrigues me. Okay. Um, it just seemed more real than than the uh, Bachelor stuff. That Bachelor stuff doesn't seem uh, that authentic. Okay. So, um, moving on. Now, if you like The Bachelor, good for you. Not trying to take away stuff, but I'm just saying what I prefer to watch is what I prefer to watch, okay? All right, so 
get into some sports. <laughs> Let's talk about it, y'all. So the Sixers played a couple of teams and didn't win. You know, they played Miami and Jimmy Butler. <laughs> God love Jimmy. <sighs> Dwight Howard. I was giving you all your props. <laughs> no, I'm not mad at you, but, you know, sometimes you have to think because sometimes, you know, is it, you know, because we need you in these games, Dwight, you know? All right. I'll talk to you later about that. So, congratulations to 76ers on winning against Orlando. We're off to the playoffs. I did get an email stating if I want to get some playoff tickets. I may be going. I don't know. (laughs) I never know. This is random I am right now. This is how random I am about buying tickets all the time. But, um, yeah, so congratulations to the 76ers. I don't know. How it's going to go, but I am happy on where y'all have, you know, how y'all grown throughout these years and where y'all at, you know. Um, I'm not going to critique nothing right now because that's going to be on a later podcast, but that's my thoughts about all that. Now, let's talk about this whole mask, no mask thing for a brief minute. Wear your mask, people. I don't care what CDC say. <laughs> Continue wearing it. Because let me say, if California came out with people, 10 people who both got the vaccine and they still uh, 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 was able to contract COVID, but mild symptoms, thank goodness, that means you still can get it, you know, um, even if you're fully vaccinated. That's scary. Um, number two, people, India has a high rate of COVID and people are dying. So why is CDC saying to us, if you're fully vaccinated, you don't have to wear your mask? One minute is, if you're vaccinated, still wear your mask. Next minute is saying, don't wear your mask. And... How many people going to really be that honest? Like, they're saying they got cards now. They can show you cards. But people are such great liars. They can go into Walmart and say, I I lost my card. I left it at home. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just very confused by it. They're saying, wear your mask. Don't wear your mask. If you're fully vaccinated, you do not have to worry about wearing masks. If I, you know, I just say it, I will still wear my mask just because it's not over. <laughs> the pandemic is still not over as much as people want it to be over. And yes, maybe cases in the U.S. have decreased, but that doesn't mean it's not happening. You know what I'm saying? It's still happening in the world. I was just still continue to be as safe as I can be. And if I was you, I would still wear my mask. That's all I'm saying. Everybody at work pulling off their mask, jumping up for joy. And I'm just standing there looking like we're still in a fucking pandemic. 
You're still in a pandemic. You telling me to remove my mask if you're fully vaccinated it still does not make me feel safe. <laughs> That's all I have to say. <laughs> That's all I have to say. And I mean, to each his own. If you don't want, if you're fully vaccinated and you don't want to wear a mask, that is your prerogative. But I'm saying personally, for me, I will always continue wearing my mask. <laughs> I don't trust nothing. Um. Anyway, that's it. That's all I have to say about it. Moving on. I came to realize that, and if you hear me drinking back and forth, I'm I'm sipping on some lovely pineapple juice. It's really good. (laughs) I don't have no, um, uh, like, expert suggestions about why pineapple juice is very well, very good for you. It's just delicious. It tastes great. It's great in margaritas. It's great by itself. It's just delicious, okay? Pineapples. All right, so moving on. What I realized throughout the years is that um, when you're trying to work on yourself and you're trying to be the best version that you can be, that understand you're doing that for you, okay? And all the bullshit that you've been in in the past, maybe dealing with fuckers, you can't necessarily blame it all on them. Because you got to kind of think about what the fuck was I thinking? Where were, Where was my mind at? Where was my mental at at that moment? And I realized that as a grown person that I have become, that I was a little fucked up too, you know? And I didn't love myself the way I should be loving myself. I felt very guilty about certain things and I just didn't think I deserved to have love. I didn't feel like uh, I was good enough at top. Now, I may not have said that, but my actions were showing that. So I accepted a lot of fuckery. You know, I was into people pleasing more than anything. And now I'm like, fuck it. If you don't like it and you don't like something, move on. If they want to fuck with you, they don't. And if they don't want to fuck with you, whatever. But now that I realize that It feels good being who I am. (laughs) I'm just going to be me, you know, because I feel like we go through these different stages in life because that's just called growth. All right. And I'm realizing that when you start to try to put yourself in a box and, and take on the ideas of what is supposed to be comfortable for society... That's when you fucking lose yourself. Let's just admit it. Okay? And you don't want to do that. (laughs) You want to always kind of be, well, you want to be who you are. But you don't want to be like, oh, they say because you look this way that you are not beautiful. 
oh, because you are this way, then you're not relevant. And that's bullshit, okay? Also, own you, okay? We live in a society where we are taught that... And Pharrell touched on this when he's talking about the music industry. We do live in a society that we're taught that we are owned by shit. And we're not. Okay? We are our own owners. We own us. Okay? So, when you buy a home, you know, think about it. A lot of times, you're paying the mortgage. You're paying, you're paying, you're paying. You know, to own it. But technically, if you don't have land, you don't own shit. <laughs> Nowadays, I don't know. I don't know. But um, all I'm saying is that when you are in a relationship, I'm going to break that down again because I did talk about ownership. I'm going to break it down again on another podcast because I'm going to get a little deeper. But right now, I just feel like I'm all over the place and I just don't want this to go left. But getting back to you as a person, when you are dealing with a person in a relationship, understand this. That person does not own you and you don't own that person. You are both two individuals who came together to have some type of liking towards each other. Y'all might love each other, but you do not belong to him and he does not belong to you, okay? At the end of the day, or she is she, or he is he, however it is, whoever you're dealing with, <laughs> okay? You are your own person. You have your own shit that you need to work on and you have your hobbies and you have your interests and you have your life and you can, yes, compromise. You can have this person included, but that does not make you their property. Okay. And that's one thing I want my future partner to know. He has to understand this. I'm going to want some space. I have my own hobbies. I love doing shit with you. I love going places with you. I love being around you. But I am my own person. So if I say I want to go back to school, I want to do certain shit, I want to get another type of employment, I just need your support. I just need you to say... You got my support, hon. I don't want no motherfucker to tell me that no, you shouldn't do that. Now, you can have your points. Now, I can understand in certain situations, I might be making moves that look a little janky. Okay, don't look so right. Don't go into that. I can understand that. And then you understand the genuineness that's coming from that answer or that advice that's given. But then you also understand when someone is just trying to be isolate you from doing what you need to do, that's what you call a narcissist. And we don't want that type of shit over here, right? <sighs> but I had to work on my shit. Because I had to understand that. Stop being so fucking insecure about what you want in life. 
that was me talking to me, okay? And I need you to talk to yourself. Stop being so fucking insecure about what you want in life, okay? If you feel like you want to go out there and try out for a, a, a basketball team, try it. Who say you can't? So what, you're 35. See how it goes. You never know. If you want to start a business, start it. Now, yeah, you have to do a lot of different education, educate your shit, but get something going. Write down the plans or something. Because... A lot of times our insecurities is what hold us back from a lot of things. Because we don't think we're good enough. We don't think we're smart enough. We don't think they're going to like us. We don't think they're going to accept us. Fuck that shit. It's going to be your tribe that is going to accept you. Not everybody's going to accept you. That's That's not their duty too. But it's your duty to accept you. Okay? So, with that being said, y'all, I think I'm going to end this podcast on that note. I hope that y'all all enjoy your weekend. Stay safe. Stay hydrated. Wear your mask. I don't... Listen. No. Do what you want. If you fully vaccinated... Okay. Okay. But that is all I have to say about that. Okay? Um, just stay safe. Okay, stay safe. Make sure you're getting your immune system up. That's very important. Taking your vitamins, doing all you can to keep your immune, your mental, physical health going. Okay, that's all you can. And the most important thing, believe, pray. You know, do what you have to do to keep yourself going. Meditate. All right? Keep your elevation going. Keep your positive energy going. Don't bring, you know, have that light. You are the light. Just remember that. Okay? So, that's all I have to say. Enjoy the rest of your day, and I'll talk to you soon. Peace out.